thoughts revealed it all. It was one of those problems they had to work out. But Nona's the only other human person here, he said. Colleen thought of the way he drew emotion, and he followed her thoughts to their inevitable conclusion. He had to get as close as possible to the other person, and that other person was Nona. That was disaster as Colleen saw it. Skip that for now, Colleen decided. She faced Nona, the fourth member of their party. What about you? Can you work your magic here? Nona considered. She was verging on eighteen years old and absolutely beautiful in face, feature, and mind. Her thick cloud of brown-black hair framed her head and shoulders and full bosom in a manner that was endlessly becoming. Darius knew that Colleen feared she would never be able to match that sort of appeal. All this, and magic, too. Nona gestured. Nothing happened. She concentrated, her face as lovely when frowning as when smiling. "'My magic has no effect,' she reported. "'I cannot levitate or move objects or transform them to other forms or substances. I am not in a position to attempt healing, and I am not yet sufficiently adept at changing my own shape to know whether I can do that here. There does not seem to be sufficient magic power here for me to draw on.' "'How about illusion?' Colleen asked. "'Oh, that's not magic.' Nona protested innocently. Anyone can do that. Anyone in your Julia set, Colleen said wryly. The rest of us can't. Nona concentrated again. A faint haze appeared above the horse. That was all. What about a familiar? Darius asked. That's not physical magic. But for that I must touch an animal. Colleen looked at the monster floating patiently before them. Is that an animal? I couldn't touch that. Nona exclaimed, horrified. "'Well, we have a choice here,' Colleen said, exhibiting some of the qualities that made her a much more significant person in her own right than she believed—intelligence, initiative, and courage. She was only fourteen, but much like a full woman in respects. This has to be our new anchor person, and it has to have had really good reason to latch on to our virtual mode. So chances are it's either a scientist or a felon. We can't shut it out from our mode.' So either we try to ignore it, or we try to come to terms with it. Me, I'd rather know something about it before I relax. She nerved herself. So I'll go touch it. If it eats me, the rest of you get away from here in a hurry. Nona smiled ruefully. I will touch it, Colleen. Perhaps I can indeed tame it as a familiar. She stepped forward. Colleen thought to protest, but Sekiro's thought restrained her. I will work with her as I have before. Perhaps together we can relate to it. Nona's magic and the horse's powerful telepathy. They could indeed work well together. Sekiro could help Nona without getting in range of the weird creature. Thanks, Horseface, she said, reverting to one of her immature facets. The irony was that she appealed to him this way, too. He loved her as she was, with her internal conflicts and all. Nona approached the creature somewhat diffidently. Sekiro suppressed her natural fear so that she could be objective. Sekiro could, if necessary, take over a person's body, if the person let him, and make him or her do things impossible to manage alone. Probably he could enable Nona to leap away from the creature with inhuman speed and strength, if she needed to. So this was not quite as risky a procedure as it might seem. The creature quivered on its cushion of air. Two of the upper stalks twisted to orient on her. 
Eyes, Colleen exclaimed. It's a bem. A what? Darius asked. A bug-eyed monster. It's focusing its eyes on Nona. Those look more like snail eyes to me, Darius said, but he had to agree that they were orbs of some sort. As Nona came close to the thing, they saw that knobs poked out from its rim, each on a rod, like the antennae of sea denizens. But these didn't quite look like antennae. They looked like blind terminals in Colleen's imagery. Darius lacked sufficient experience to understand the nature of the reference, but he accepted it because he had no better image of his own. He had had some limited experience with machines while crossing the realities of the virtual mode, and gathered that this was a machine analogy. Nona stopped beside the creature. Air from the thing's outflow stirred the turf by her feet. The stalked knobs reached out farther, wiggling. Now Darius.